Hey, everybody, welcome to episode number 65 of the Debt Free Dad podcast. Today, guys, I am so honored to welcome Jess Frazier to the show. Jess joined Roots, which is my online accountability and support program, back in July. And check this out, guys. In just eight months, she has saved and paid off over $51,000. And you might be thinking, what? I mean, how is that even possible? And today she's on the show to share what she was able to do. And check this out. She also did this as a single mother, which is just an amazing accomplishment in and of itself. So you guys got to stick around and listen to this. Stay tuned. Welcome to the Debt Free Dad Podcast, where we're helping normal, everyday people learn how to save money and kick debt so they can live a happier and stress-free life. Now, here's your host, debt-free dad, Brad Nelson. Hey, 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 how's everyone doing today? You can find me on Facebook, Pinterest, YouTube, or Instagram. Just search Brad Nelson, debt-free dad, and we would love to connect with you on one of those social platforms. And today, I'm just thrilled. I'm always thrilled to have our Roots members on to share their amazing journey and they're just their unique story and, and how getting control of their finances has changed their life. And today is going to be no different. Super excited to welcome Jess Fraser to the show. Jess is a single mom of a soon-to-be 11-year-old daughter, Dana. She relocated from the DMV area, which is the Washington, D.C. area, to the metro Atlanta area about five years ago. Her favorite pastimes include travel, arts and crafts with her daughter, spending time with family, softball, volunteering at her local county nonprofit, and... I'm with you on this one, Jess. Trips to the beach, right? Jessica has been in real estate. uh, She's been, I'm sorry, a real estate matchmaker for the past four years, obtaining her license shortly after leaving corporate America. She also runs a direct sales business on a part-time basis. She thinks about envisioning life without debt. This is what she thinks about. Jessica plans to do more of the things that she loves, which is what we're all about on this show, right? Particularly traveling while also continuing to make lifetime memories with her daughter. Awesome. Jess, welcome to the show. So glad to have you. Thanks for having me, Brad. Absolutely. So Jess, can you take us back to before you joined Roots? Like were some of were was it the budgeting that you were struggling with the most? Was it the saving or what what in particular were you struggling with that made you kind of to say, you know, maybe I need to jump into this program and see if this is something that could help me uh, you know, improve my finances and, and start to be able to reach some of the goals that I have. Okay. So I think that it really hit me when, cause it, it was during the pandemic, everything has started, things have shifted and just looked completely different. I made a milestone birthday and kind of just reflecting on life and just noticed a lot of things that I've done over the years have led me to where I am present day. So I really didn't have much savings, um, debt, just spending and living on credit cards And shamelessly enough, so my background is in IT. So I've been in IT or the IT space for a couple decades. And I would say that I have over those past several years probably earned about a million dollars shamelessly. I say that because I you can't tell based on or I couldn't tell based on where I was present day with just in terms of resources, savings and just having it all together. So that was kind of like the turning point is in, I I really need to do something and do something now. So I've been seeing roots like for the longest. I'm like, Oh, I don't need that. 
I buzz it. Oh, I don't need that. <laughs> I know how to do that stuff. And I don't know, something just clicked and it's like, yeah, you need to do something to get back on track and get pressing forward. Yeah. I got to say, I 100% appreciate your transparency there with, with the income side, because I think we do fall into that trap. Like, I think sometimes we say, oh, we're dealing with a lot of this financial stress. We're dealing with a lot of payments. Immediately, the answer is, well, let's just go make more money. But as you just kind of pointed out and what a lot of people experience and find out, and I did in my own life too, is that it isn't the amount that you make. It's it's what you do with it. Now, obviously, increasing that amount is nice when you've got a good plan and, and things are working, right? If you feed it more money, it's going to work even better. But without a good plan and without the good habits, like it, it's likely to get yourself into even worse situations. And, and we do see that yeah. time and time again. But I appreciate you bringing that up because I think there's a lot of people that probably have fallen into that, that mindset too that, well, it's just the income. I just got to increase my income and that'll fix all my issues. So. Yeah, yep, I agree with you there, absolutely. So when you first joined, and, and this is going back into July, so it's about eight months now, and can you share, like, what were some of the things early on that you started to learn in Roots that you actually started to implement and do that you felt really started to make a big difference for you uh, early on in your journey here in the program? Like, was it the budgeting? Was it the saving? Was it a behavior thing that we taught? Can you share just some things? Because I'm sure there's people out there like, what did she do? Because I want to start working on this. Yeah. So it was a combination of all those things you mentioned. So first off, it was just mindset and behavioral, just knowing that, oh, oh a big one is telling my money where to go. Because so before I mentioned I had a budget, so I, it was never a zero based budget. It was more so it's like, oh, OK, I could put that there, put that there. <laughs> and there was no real accountability because I would just shift things around if something didn't work or put something on a credit card and then call it a day. So I never really, you know, at the end of each month, you know, assess, reassess, see how I did, see where I needed to adjust. So it was definitely budget um, and mindset. And of course, savings as well, too. So love it's a combination that. of everything. Love that. So can you just share for the record? And I know we kind of mentioned it in the in the intro, but are you able to share what you've paid off and saved since joining over the last eight months real quick? Yeah. So over the last eight months, I have paid off over $51,000. That is absolutely amazing. Can you, when you look at that number, can you believe it? Not at all. Cause I'm like, <laughs> wait, where did all this money come from? <laughs> so yeah, I'm like, I, I was really focused and just, you know, made sure that I stuck to the plan. Cause before, like with that money, it probably would have been spent on frivolous things, things we didn't need, but just getting in the right mindset and just committing to do it. It happened. Yeah, that is absolutely amazing. And and as I said, when, you know, before we jumped on the podcast to see, to see those kinds of numbers, you know, in, in seven, eight months, that it's an impressive number. And, and even with a, a good income, it's still an impressive number because that's a lot of changes. Can you talk a little bit about what were some of the biggest things that helped you contribute to that? Were there any big things you sacrificed or was it some of the little things or, you know, can you talk about what's really helped you kind of drive and push that number? And you talked about this whole thing called focus and, and you've been really focused on this. So can you share a little bit about some of those things? I think a lot of it had to do with just where the money was going. Um, I or we, because it's, it's a unit, my daughter and I we started eating out less. So I started staying at home and, you know, cooking more and just enjoying time in the house at the dinner table. 
and not spending money here and there. Cause those, those add up like yeah. one month I looked at our eating out bill. It was close to a thousand dollars. I almost cried. Yeah. So yeah, that was one thing. Um, another was essentially selling stuff. So we have accumulated so much stuff over the past decade. A lot of it we don't use. We don't see it often. I had a storage unit in Northern Virginia. So believe it or not, when I moved five years ago, it's been there since. So we've since cleared it out. So that's one payment that's gone, um, sold the majority of the stuff and working on still trying to kind of account for what we have and sell that as well, just to generate that additional income and put it towards what we need to put it towards to get things done. That is, that is awesome. And, and I want to go back a little bit to what you said about, you know, you, you got your daughter involved in this and, mm -hmm. and have, I mean, you just talked about like, we, we started to eat out less. We started to eat at home more. We actually ate at home around the dinner table. And can you talk about how this has affected you and your daughter's relationship? Have you seen any improvements in there? And, and what did she think about all of this? <laughs> <laughs> well, at first, you know, there, there was the, the resistance, but yeah. I, over the, yeah, I'm like, what? We can't, I can't have, no. So after kind of just breaking it down to her, cause we have an overall goal within the next year of purchasing our home here in Georgia. Right. So she's in on that plan. Yeah. So when I mention, oh, it's not in the budget right now, she understands. Like I, I actually kind of break it down so that she knows, well, okay, this is part of the budget. This is what we're saving for. This is the ultimate goal. So if it doesn't align and you know, if it doesn't fall within, we can't do it right now, but maybe we can talk about putting it into the budget a little later on. So I've gotten her on board and kind of has she has the, the general understanding of what that means, which is awesome. Because now it's not more of, oh, I'm mad or I'm sad because I can't have this, but she's looking at the ultimate goal of our home, you know, when she gets her room and, you know, her play area and, and just stuff like that. So yeah, that is, it's been that, helpful. that's so awesome. And you have no idea. And I'm sure, I'm sure you do just by taking the actions that you've taken over the last seven, eight months, how that all is going to start to kind of reflect and, and she's going to see that she's seen it already. And, and as, yeah. especially at a, a young age, she's 11. I mean, being able to grow up and kind of see how you're handling your finances is only going to help her step out on the right foot as she becomes an adult. So, I mean, that's just huge. Um, yeah. Love, love that. So can you talk a little bit about this stuff thing? Because I think there's a lot of people who miss, who, who probably, they probably don't really understand quite how much stuff that they have and, and how that could be like a quick way to get this thing started. I mean, I just watched a documentary uh, as a few months ago, it was on Netflix. It's about, a, it's about minimalism. And one of the statistics in that documentary said the average American house has over 300,000 items in it. 300,000. I was, I was blown away. But then if you start looking around, it's like, Oh, I can, I can see how that can add up quickly, but can you talk about that? Like, how did you go through your stuff and kind of say, you know what, we're getting rid of this and we're keeping this. And then what did you, how did you go about selling it? Did you use like Facebook or what were your ways of getting rid of it? So we, I, I, don't, I didn't really have a method to actually go through stuff. I just know that, okay, so we haven't used this in a very long time. It's been sitting in the garage. We don't really need it. Let's go ahead and sell it. 
we can get a few bucks from it. We can do, you know, X, Y, Z with, with those dollars, put it towards debt or, you know, put towards something that we've been wanting. So rather than pulling out of the main budget money, we have a little extra to put there. So I've been using OfferUp. Um, they have been really, really good. I've, I've tried to look into Facebook, but I'm not there yet. Okay. But OfferUp is what the one app that I've used um, to actually sell stuff. And it's been pretty, pretty beneficial and pretty good at it. Awesome. Well, good for you. And and I'm proud of you for taking that step because a lot of people would say, ah, it's just not worth it. But you'd be surprised looking around your house. If you're ready to get started with this, that could be one of the quickest ways to, to build that first emergency fund, pay down your smaller debts. And it is so stress relieving getting rid of the clutter. It is it's just amazing. <laughs> it is. It's like things flow so much better when you have like less stuff just bumping into and just all around. It's kind of like a free flowing space. So as you you discard something or get rid of something, sell something like just clarity opens up. And you talked about minimalists and like and I've been working on that or trying to get there. So yeah. we'll see how it goes over the next few months. Talking a little bit about that whole word stress relief. Mm-hmm. How how are you feeling now compared to how you were feeling seven, eight months ago when you first started? Oh, <laughs> 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 oh my God, is that a rhetorical question? That is like just a weight has been lifted, um, honestly, because over the past like few years, as I mentioned, I've been just, you know, the cycle of credit cards. Yeah. Like if I didn't, and I love instant gratification. I've been better at that now. But if I saw something that I wanted, put it on the card. I'll pay it later, put it on the card. So it has gotten to a point where I now have my emergency savings. I don't have to use my credit cards if something comes up or something unexpected just pops up. And it's it's freeing to just know that you have that cushion and that security to be able to, to take care of what you need to take care of. And, you know, if a surprise happens one month or the next, you're covered. You pretty proud of yourself? I am. There I you am. go. You know I love what? that. <laughs> <laughs> by the end of the month, I'm gonna be even more proud because I will be credit card debt free. I have it planned out to a T after my last closing for the month. Exactly how I'm paying off and what I'm paying off. That and that, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, and you should be, and you should be darn proud of yourself for what you've been able to accomplish. And and it's not again, it's not about all the you know the numbers and everything. It's just about making those big changes. And at the end of the day. It's like you said, the stress mm-hmm. relief and it, it's just, it, that's priceless. You can't even put a price tag on that. And uh, yep, it's, it's just I amazing. Agree. So Jess, when we did your introduction, you talked about, you know, some things that you guys are working on, some dreams, some goals. You talked about, you know, traveling more, making more memories with your daughter. Can you talk about what that really means to you guys? Any, any kind of goals? Like once you reach your financial goals, like what you guys are, are looking at doing? Sure. So I did mention that, you know, um, purchasing a home is one of the goals on our list. So I think after we get to a point of paying off certain debts, I would feel a lot more comfortable with pressing forward with that. So we have about a year on that plan. Um, And then also, of course, trips. So we don't have a list of places that we want to go, but we know that we know the time frames. So as I mentioned before, I'm originally from the Caribbean, the Virgin Islands. So just traveling back home to see and spend time with family and friends, that's a must on the list. So at least two trips 
a year, summer and then the holidays. And then in between that, we have um, spring break, which that's a whole week. So, of course, getting her out the house and just doing something awesome. And then again at fall break. So we have the the intervals of when we want to take trips. Yep. We just need to kind of put a destination to them and then, you know, budget for it and and plan accordingly. Yeah. How fun, though, to be able to have the opportunity to be able to travel and be able to pay cash and not have any financial stress with it. Man, so good. It sounds so oh, good. Oh, yeah. I'm looking forward <laughs> to it. It is. It's like I, I can see it. <laughs> yeah, I love that. All right, last question for you. And this is really, you know, you talking to our audience right now. And, and to, mm-hmm. you know, going back eight months, what would you say to the Jess eight months ago? And let's say that person's on the fence right now and you you admit it. You know, you're, you're kind of like, I don't know if I need this. I know how to budget. I know how to, you know, I don't know if I need to start something like this. What would you what would you say to that person now after going through what you've gone over the last eight months? What advice would you give them? I would definitely say invest in yourself, invest in your future, because that's what it is, an investment in you. Because the things that we actually learn in this program and are able to implement it, it's priceless. Had I, if somebody had told me eight months ago, nine months ago, that I would be here where I am today, I would not have believed it. So I would say that, yeah, just do it. Stop thinking about it. You know, there, there, there will be so much more that you get out of it being in the program versus not. Yeah. Absolutely. And it all starts with taking action. And by taking action, you improve your skills. And by improving your skills, you get results. And when you get results, you improve your confidence. Like, it's just like this amazing cycle. And and that's why Jess is where she is, because she just keeps working day in and day out, and she's focused. And, and again, huge congratulations to you, Jess. We're so excited for you. Huge round of applause. Thank you. <laughs> and I'm just really, really proud of you. And I'm also happy, happy to have you as part of uh, you know our Roots community. You're such a fantastic member, always commenting and, and cheering on and supporting other people and sharing your wins. And it's just awesome to have you a part of the group. And I appreciate you coming on and sharing your story. It's awesome. Thank you. Yeah, I'm so happy to be a part of this. And, and you guys are a family. So the community is like a family because we support each other. And it's just amazing of uh, the support and the feedback and just everything that we get. And we're able to learn from one another. Yeah. So, yeah. Yep. And makes it plays a it just makes a huge difference in having that group of like minded people who are reaching for those same goals. So Absolutely. again, congratulations to you. Hey, if you love planners, this is for you. But do you know why planners frustrate me? Because they only really get it half right. Now, sure, they're really good and fancy about helping you manage your time, which is really important, obviously. That's what a planner's for. But where they get it wrong is money, the second most valuable resource in our lives. Most planners don't include any financial planning, things like you know, keeping track of paydays, Bills, due dates, spending, yearly expenses, budgets, cash flow planning, debt elimination plans, and goal planning, right? None of that stuff. That's a real pain. And then what? Then you got to create your own and some silly binder, right? And who has time for all of that stuff? So instead, what happens? Nothing, right? A lot of people tend to ignore their finances even more and things only get worse. Well, that all ends today because I am so excited to announce and release my brand new, totally awesome debt freedom planner. This thing's awesome, by the way. Now, before you say, Brad, I've already got a planner. This is not an ordinary day planner. This is the debt freedom planner, which is a companion tool that works with your day planner 
and it's built to help you manage your money, pay off more debt, and melt away financial stress. And, and I believe this is the tool that a lot of people who want to take control of their finances have been waiting for. So head on over to therealdebtfreedad.com, click on the Debt Freedom Planner in the menu to get access to your planner today. That means it's time for the celebrations of the show today. And we're going to kick it off with Jessica Novak. She says, this is my first really big one. Finally paid off my car this week. Feels so good that I decided I would splurge by taking her to the car wash today for that fancy $12 package to celebrate all, all mine. And she says it's now spotless. That is awesome. Huge congratulations to you. Nothing drives like a paid for vehicle. It's such mm-hmm. a great accomplishment. So awesome job. Elizabeth Wilson paid off a personal payday loan as of this morning. Awesome. Huge win. Uh, Heather Whitworth, I've paid $400 towards my Target card. Amazing. Congratulations to you and Lauren Jackson. Another $800 payment, two student loans. I'm almost there. She is getting so close to getting those things paid off. We can't wait to celebrate that with her. Awesome job. Rochelle Allen sent in my payoff amount for my vehicle loan a month earlier than I thought I would. Uh, And Sarah Catherine, I did not touch any money in the emergency fund. In fact, I added to it. I sold some stuff I wasn't using and got my husband to use a stipend that we agreed to for his miscellaneous spending. And that last one is a huge, huge win. <laughs> yeah. Getting that significant other on board, at least willing to try some things, is such a big win. So great job, Sarah. And great job, everyone who's working hard at reaching your financial goals and eventually reaching financial freedom. And again, huge congratulations to Jess Frazier. Again, single mom saving and paying off over $50,000 in nine months. I mean, that's just incredible. And it's just proof that uh, if she can do it, you can do it. And you may not be able to get the exact same numbers, but you will make progress by doing a lot of the stuff that we're talking about here. So congratulations to her once again. And thanks for hanging out with us here today. We love your feedback and it also helps us grow our podcast. So please leave us an honest review. We read every single one of those. And as you know, the Debt-Free Dad podcast is here to help you live a happier and stress-free financial life. So if you know someone who could benefit from our show, please give us a share. We appreciate you. And we will see you on an upcoming episode. Take care. Thanks for listening to the Debt-Free Dad Podcast. For more free resources to kick debt and financial stress, head over to therealdebtfreedad.com.